If y'all know what just happened backstage before the show started, I swear to God. Uh, what's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Inner Geekdom Show. I am the Swaggy Blurred Wednesday Marshall, here to break down all of the Loki series with you. I am so excited to do this. It's finally here. We've been waiting patiently since the end of the Falcon Winter Soldier. Now we're here. We're dealing with one of the greatest characters in all of the MCU. There's a reason why they gave Homie a show, and it shows immediately in this first episode. Now, uh, obviously, a lot of critics, a lot of you know, a lot of critics, reviewers, uh, got the first two episodes. Well, ain't sent me none. So I watched it at midnight, <laughs> you know, with everybody else. So I'm tired, but I'm here. I'm excited. Uh, we're just doing episode one today. So you don't have to worry about me spoiling the second episode for you or anything else like that. Um, it will just be episode one. Uh, first of all, I want to introduce my engineer extraordinaire, Mr. Dwayne Burke in the building. What's up, man? What is up? This show was fire. It was pretty crazy, right? Dude, I, I swear, they are they are literally batting a thousand with these shows so far. Uh, you, you have episodes here and there of these last two shows that you're like, eh, could have been better. But as just shows in general, and especially these openings, they're killing it. Absolutely killing it, Dwayne. What, just initial thoughts, man. What stuck out to you more than anything before we introduce our guests? I mean, in the first, like, what is it, five minutes, they're already, like, trolling you with Nexus, Multiverse, yep. Madness. Yep. Like, they just yep. letting you know what's coming. That literally letting you know what it is. And, and I love how pretty quickly we get a call back to the Ancient One uh and discussing what happens with the infinity stones uh but we're gonna get into all of that but of course if i'm going to do uh, a review of loki and if the infinity stones are going to be talked at about ad nauseum then i gotta bring in somebody who considers himself an expert because he calls himself the mad titan and what does the mad titan do other than use the infinity stones to do whatever the hell he wants so ladies and gentlemen I bring, once again, back to the Inner Geekdom show, my co-host of Blurds in the Hood, not other than Mr. J. Washington. What's up, bro? First of all, thank you for that illustrious introduction. Illustrious? Uh, secondly, <laughs> secondly, I don't know if I consider myself fully an expert, just somebody who's a big fan and pays attention. There's a difference. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> if I felt like I was an expert, I'd be like, yo, give me all this money for everything I say. But no, I, I mean, this show, and I agree with Dwayne, they came out swinging they they let you know a lot of things and i think this setting up for somebody really big and i get it now i think out the gate this setting up for somebody and you know i'll just say don't it, don't, don't are you about to say what i think you're about to say what this is setting up for kang oh dude I thought you were about this to say is it, up is. Kang. it is. I was so worried that you were going to say Mephisto, which no. we'll talk about that. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> oh, there's a, oh. There's a brief they came out real quick was like, like listen, they came out real quick. It was like, nope, you're not. Getting, <laughs> but it's setting up a king. It's already telling you why it's already. They, they told you exactly what's happening. This is said this Loki series is mm -hmm. to set up a king, which is to go further into Ant-Man quantum mania. That's what that is. Yeah, I, I look, dude. I, 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 it's setting up Kang, and it's setting up, and it is setting up the multiverse of madness. I mean, like Dwayne said, uh, you get you get into it right away with the video uh, at the TVA um, that kind of sets some stuff up of what the, you you use the words the multiverse. And I, I now here's what we're gonna do. In the past, I have gone beat by beat. I will cover maybe more acts 
and in one and then we're just going to cut but i really want to talk more about like the ideas of the things we saw transpire i want to i want to kind of shift away from let me give you a full rundown like it's sports center of like how how the, the game went down we're not so gonna, in other we're not words what you're saying uh-huh. is Dwayne needs to have that that sound bite ready I mean, I would, that would be amazing. I mean, God, one of my favorite, one of my favorite songs is because I found it finally and it's on my workout playlist. There's a, there's a track they play when they're doing the recap. It's like, like it just, and it's like, it's like, while uh, Kyrie's like, like it's, it's, you were very jacked into what the highlights you're watching with that music. I By the way, speaking much. of jacked in, I just wanted to do this just so I could look at myself in the actual YouTube video. Oh my God. Okay. So just to start off, I'm sorry, we obviously I'm get the, the, you're fine. We get the events at the end uh, or the events that happen in Endgame. So how Loki escapes, grabs a Tesseract. Turns out he landed in the Gobi Desert in Mongolia. And just as he's about to give his whole speech of I am Loki of Asgard and my burden of glorious purpose, TVA shows up, says, nah, son, smacks him into 116th time <laughs> to bro, start off. That's that the woman Osaku out the gate, bro. She he was like, he was like, well, look, he was like, well, you know, I'm about to do what I do. She was like, what? And he was like, <laughs> He's like, bro, <laughs> I I swear to can you imagine if Somebody like infused, like we just saw uh, uh, Logan Paul versus versus Mayweather, right? And uh, people were like, oh, let him fight Mike Tyson, which is stupid. And they were even saying like Mike Tyson was just on the most recent episode of Hell's Kitchen. Can you imagine if Mike Tyson had what's on the end of their batons in his glove? So because when you get hit, not only do you move in one sixteenth time, you feel the real pain throughout. So you get hit so hard by Mike, they say he hits you so hard it knocks you out instantly. So you kind of don't feel it till you wake up. Can you imagine that it doesn't knock you out yet because you're moving in one sixteenth and well, you're feeling try- all of that? I'm just impact. trying to get past. I'm just trying to get past the fact of Mike Tyson on Hell's Kitchen because, like, can you imagine sending a plate to Mike and it's not what he ordered? Like, you don't <laughs> want Mike Tyson. Get, like, you know, bro. Say- <laughs> it was hilarious because he straight up was like, he was like, uh, man, the blue team, they really getting in trouble right now. They, they, See, the blue team, said, they always get in the trouble. How's it so hard to send out my chicken? I swear to God, I just wanted a risotto. Where's my risotto? And then all of a sudden, he get mad. He starts coming out. He go in the back. Like, ain't nobody stop. Like, who gonna stop Mike Tyson from going to the kitchen? Like, where is my risotto? Like, ain't nobody gonna stop Mike. You like, Mike, yeah. your risotto was cooking right now. Like. Uh, but either way, while he's stuck in 116th, they put the time twister tech on him. They take him to the TVA. You have a fun moment with uh, uh, him being processing. Like, oh, the processing, processing is, is the best. Is amazing. <laughs> all right, the robot's about to take his clothes off. This is fine as Guardian leather. And he's like, like, all right. Bro, hey, <laughs> can we stop right here for a second? Bro, how many people finna be out these streets talking about, yo, this is fine-ass Gordy Leather right here. What you know about <laughs> Hey, this? brother, this fine-ass Gordy, which I gotta say, they did a really good job in these shows with the dread, with the, the threads and whatnot. Like, even though it's just stand- Loki's standard costume, right? So it's fine. The uh, fine-ass Gordy and Leather line was funny, funny. But Zemo's outfit, and let alone when when uh, uh, Sam was dressed up as the American pimp, my guy, like yo, they 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 coming out swinging, bro. Bro, I just want I just I have to give me just I'm gonna go order me a leather jacket off Tarjay. Meet me a woman <laughs> on 
Boulevard in Los Angeles. Like, what's up, baby? This is fine Asgardian leather right here. Where'd you get it from? I got it from uh from Asgard's Target. Like Asgard's Target. Do you understand? Asgard's. Oh Lord, what what would that be? Like a just bullseye or something? The bullseye would be the Rainbow Bridge. Like you know what I'm saying? And, and, or maybe like Heimdall's eye. Or Heimdall's like, eye. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Like, it's anyway. Uh, but you get that. You get signing everything he's ever said, which every time he decides to keep asking questions, he has to sign another sheet. Hey, but, dude is like, but, if you don't shut, like, dude want to tell him, bro, you're going to keep stop talking. talking. Stop talking. <laughs> he's like, bro, you're going to keep, you going to keep going. Bro, that confirming, you know, confirm to the best of your knowledge you're not a robot. Do, do robots not know that they're robots? I mean, no, you know, no, yeah, 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 yeah. If I do, what happens if I am? Well, well, you might implode. Oh, <laughs> and he's just like, uh, eh. wait, the, the fear on Loki's face is like, I'm not a robot. I'm not because now you got to start questioning yourself when yeah. you hear that. Like, what happens? Yeah. If you are a rogo- robot. Well, you're you'll melt from the inside out. Okay, I'm, I don't think. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like you just nervous now, it's dude. Like- <laughs> dude, and then like, and then the what the take a ticket whole scene, and you had the you had the one kid. Do you know who my dad is? My dad will have your ass. My your dad ticket? works at I Goldman have- Sachs. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Mm. Uh, dude, where's your ticket? I I tried to get one. Where's your ticket? Where's it? Ah, just. Where, and to watch Loki be like, um, so I just put this. Hey, uh, 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 here, here, I found it, I found it. It's right here, it's right here, it's right here. Here's my ticket. Um, what I loved about this, honestly, is the fact that, like, Loki, why he's been so entertaining to us over the years has been because he is wide reaching across multiple different areas. The comedy that comes from him is absolutely phenomenal. But when you get into the seriousness, so A, Hiddleston does a, such a good job of giving us that pompous air about Loki, but realizing that that is just like literally the same way that we all get, that's a wounded self-defense thing that he does. And we get to the core of that throughout this episode. He keeps asking, do you like, uh, Mobius does, do you like hurting people? Why do you like hurting people? What is your reasoning for hurting people? And then he openly admits near the end, he goes, I do it. Because it's the set, like the a weak attempt to make when people fear me that I have some sort of control, bro. That was the one thing I liked. Again, I did my review, and that was because they gave everybody episodes one and two, and then only released episode one. But again, when it comes to episode one, they hit the heartstrings real quick out the gate, and again, it's the breaking down of Loki and watching Loki be broke down. Because there, there's a difference in the two. Like you see, Moby is breaking him down. Like so, this doesn't. When he tells him, "You're the god of mischief," none of this seems mischievous. None of what you do is mischievous. And then, as you go later, when he has to watch his life, even the parts where, because again, he's 2012 Loki, so right. the events of Thor: The Dark World not, hadn't happened. Not everything beyond that has not happened to him yet. Which is the other thing that I appreciate. I'm, I'm, I want you to finish your thought. Is the fact that we have to find a way to get to the Loki we like. Cause that's the thing, just like we're kind of stuck with the weird 2012 Gamora. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because the real, the one that we know already died, same thing with this, our Loki died at Thanos's hand, which we see, we have to get him back to the realization of, I can be a better person, but please continue. Dude, but when you watch him, he has to watch Frigga's death again. 
And then later after he, you know, after all the events happened to transpire, we'll, we'll get into him coming back to watch not only Odin's death, to see Ragnarok and to see his death put so much into perspective from him. And then when he dies, it just literally says in the file. Yeah. Like he's like, and wait, that, well, what? Because it's everything that you said. It's that A, his family truly loved him. He kept saying that they didn't. And it was proof that they did, including even Thor. The fact that they became actual like- Brothers. Brothers. They mm -hmm. became companions for real. So both that and the fact that he keeps saying, I, I, I'm Loki, I'm burning with glorious purpose, but his only purpose, as Mobius tells him, you are here just to make others great. That is his only purpose. His purpose was to inspire the Avengers to have somebody to, to come up against and ultimately become the force that will defend the yep. universe. He was put into place to make Thor kind of realize what's important and to come together and to make his brother better. He's there to kind of make Odin kind of accept his own sins as a father where he messed up. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much it. The his only purpose, purpose is to rule. <laughs> the only purpose that wasn't within that, like if you break that to show the greatness was Frigga's. Yeah. Is Frigga's because she loved him unconditionally and he never understood it. He always thought it was just Thor. Yeah, she loved Thor, but she loved him just as well. And to see it, because remember, in Thor the Dark World, he doesn't see the death. Yeah, yeah. That's the crazy exactly. part. He never sees it. He just hears about it. Exactly. He hears about it. He's in, he's in the Asgardian prison in Thor the Dark World. And to actually see it, that's when it hit Loki like, excuse me, what? Well, especially because, <laughs> and, and the funny thing is, obviously, Frigga loves Thor. She loves both her children. Yes, but it's very clear. It's kind of similar to you. Don't watch This Is Us, do you? Uh, so I, the last time I watched This Is Us was right before I almost died in 2018. Oh so no, like, it was right before I went into. No, 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 I know. It's 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 a good. It was show. the episode where Jack died, bro, and I was sitting on the couch. It was the episode. Like, I can't do this. I can't do this. <laughs> it's the episode Jack died. I can't swallow or breathe. And the day later, I'm in the hospital getting the hole cut out my throat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Either. <laughs> Either way, um, I, <laughs> I bring it up because there's a storyline that they've been dealing with. You know, Sterling K. Brown plays Randall mm -hmm. and his mother uh, is played by, or his adoptive mother is played by Mandy Moore. And there's mm -hmm. this dynamic of a black man being adopted by a white woman. And this idea of, she always had kind of admitted that that's her favorite child. And she openly admits that in this most recent season. But this idea where Randall kind of felt like you always kind of love them a little more because they're your actual kids, this whole sort of, it's a similar kind of dynamic of where that can happen sometimes where uh, one of the adoptive parents really truly bonds with the adoptive kid sometimes over the birth kid. And it's exactly that. If you know, Thor is terrible with magic. He is, with the exception of throwing lightning around, he is terrible with magic. And yet Loki took after his mother and is a master sorcerer. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, there is a bond there with his mother that which is that because she's a good warrior too, but she's more about magic. She right. like that is her thing. And so to see that, that that very clearly there was a special bond between the two of them, this really hurts him even more than Odin in that regard, because this feels like the one parent that truly did accept him, regardless of what he likes to say otherwise. Um and you had Odin yeah. who was always like, 
I, I rescued you from these monsters. You should be grateful, but at the same time, grew to love him as his own, which you see in that scene in Thor Ragnarok when he sits, he sits the boys with him and like, yo, this is Asgard. Asgard is whatever you make it. And here comes all my eternal essence and I was yeah. gone. So we'll get back to Loki in a second. The character, obviously we're talking about the show. Let's talk about the TVA. Uh, so for those uh, that need a little re re refresher, this is Time Variance Authority. Um, our, we get our first intro by them capturing Loki and then putting him through processing, but we get a first true explanation in a video uh, done by Miss Minutes. I kept saying Miss Movies in my notes uh, and putting Brianna instead of Miss Minutes, but play okay. yeah. I had to make yeah. sure what I did for yeah. review because I was so close to saying yeah. it because I'm so used to it. Yeah, but go ahead. But I, I played by Tara Strong. Great voice work as always. Uh, so the video essentially tells us there was uh, various timelines that fought. And I don't know if you noticed, the six main timelines that were fighting each other were the colors of the Infinity Stones. Yep. Um, and so they're all fighting, they're fighting, and this war breaks out and it was horrible. Um, and so the timekeepers come along and go, nah, we done with that, son. Wipe it all out <laughs> and make one, one sacred timeline. So this is the one through timeline, the main timeline that we're all supposed to follow. Now, what they say is it could be something as big as you started a revolution or you just were late to work and you weren't supposed to be late that day. If you get outside of the sacred timeline, the TVA comes in, takes your little variant behind uh, to the TVA, you get reset, and then you're, you're, you're back on the path that you're supposed to be. Essentially, all these variants just get murdered. That's what it is. Like, are you guilty or not guilty? You just pretty much just get murdered. Well, I mean, the thing is, it, it makes you wonder when you say reset, because yeah, it sounds like murder, but at the same time, we're talking about the TVA. So it has to play out the way it's supposed to play out. So, you know, for something like dude without the ticket who was talking stuff, I mean, you kind of deserve to die. When you hit him with the do you know who my father is? Yeah, then prune him, gone. But you got to eventually reset Loki to put, Loki has to go back to 2012 right. in that moment because right. all the events that happen have right. to happen. Right, and so we get, we get a couple things in this video, including the idea of like, and if we don't, then you end up with a crazy madness of multiverses. So they're essentially implying, and the same thing that if you remember in Endgame, it's what it's what this the, because the ancient one knows about all of this. Because it's funny, they were the, the Loki says, "TVA, how come I've never heard of you?" It's like you've never needed to, because I, I want to say that probably the ancient one knows about the TVA, I, even though she never mentions it. I'm yeah. sure she knows about the TVA because. She was the the ward of the the time, the time stone. You know what I'm saying? The ward of the time stone. So same thing. I'm sure Doctor Strange knows about this as well. Now that he is Sorcerer Supreme and not the Ancient One anymore, mm -hmm. I'm sure they also, 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 also know it. So either way, um, it was it was really well done to kind of give us what they are in a nutshell in that video. And, and the, the timekeepers. Well, and the timekeepers too. Uh, which Loki loves to be like, so you just listen to what some space lizard people like who think they're gods, which is funny because <laughs> the Asgardians consider themselves gods and yeah. they obviously are able to, they have very strong cosmic power to do all the stuff that they can do. But this is one of those slaps in the face where Loki keeps realizing, my God, I'm not really a god. He even says at one point, the TVA is very formidable. Even Infinity Stones don't work here. Whoa, <laughs> when he tries to get the, yo, we're moving all over the place. When he goes to get the Tesseract back from Casey, and, and Casey, first of all, the fact that everybody can just yeah, take this and just put it here and like just hand the you know handle it 
Because remember, the thing was, you had to be of a certain level of ability, yeah. a god yeah. of sorts, to handle it. And he handles it, and then he just hands it to him out the drawer, and Loki's like, yes. And then Loki's like, oh, what is this? Well, well, I was gonna say the only the only stone that will f you up if you just touch it for no reason is the power stone. You touch but, the power stone, you're just gonna disintegrate. But again, yeah, it's a bunch of all. It, and no, they're, they're they're all touching each other is what you're saying. Yes, they're, they're just, just in a drawer. Yeah. Like this, it's essentially when they say don't store batteries together where they're touching. You essentially just have a bunch of like cosmic nuclear bombs sitting in a drawer. But if you notice, they're all inert. They're not glowing like they normally do because they have, like they said in the TVA, they have no power there. And would you find all, out yeah. when Loki old trial when Google and bought the raw when she's a uh, Ravona, she's the judge, yeah. and yeah. he's like, "I'm gonna show you what I can do." He's like, he's like "I'm guilty." And then he goes, "He goes, I'm guilty of this." <sighs> Wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> And you just have you have you have uh, old girl B fifteen Hunter B fifteen laughing her ass off in the corner. He's trying to use, like, his, he to use his magic. This stupid. He's trying he to use his magical he, powers. He don't know that that don't work up in here. <laughs> but it's but it's it's that moment. Let's go to that moment with Casey, which I gotta say I love the casting. I thought the casting was so well done yes. because this is supposed to be an office space. So you're going to have the hard asses. You're going to have the, the blowhards. You're going to have the inept idiots. And Casey is so funny. Uh, I know this actor from The Good Place. He plays uh, Jason's cousin, who is equally kind of just like space cadet mm -hmm. But like when he walks up to him to get the test right, he goes, what's your name? Casey. I will cut you like a fish, Casey. He's like, what's a what's fish? A fish? Yeah, bro, what's a fish? <laughs> it's, it's an animal. I'll, I'll kill you. I will murder you. Oh, okay, okay, take it. And that's what he looks at. And I, the only thing I wanted to point out, though, I don't know if you noticed, the only stone that was not represented there was the mind stone. All the rest of the stones were there. there were, I saw plenty of power stones, soul stones, uh, time stones, like, you know, space stones. There were realities, so there were hella reality stones but no mind stones. So I'm curious if that, if there's anything behind that, I doubt it, but it was just very interesting not to see one. In I there. didn't, I didn't, I thought, you know, when you see it, like you just see a bunch of stones. So you just see red, blue, purple, green, and an orange. And you're like, okay, maybe there is a yellow in there. So I didn't really, I have to look again, but I didn't really pay that much attention. But again, the fact that it's multiple, I think the biggest yeah. thing is there are multiple infinity stones. Yes. Which lets you know that every universe has their own infinity stone. Well, well that was the other thing I was going to tell you is you, I mean, I'm sure you already know this. Uh, for those that aren't familiar, infinity stones do not work outside their universe. So if you're from like Earth 616 and you go to Earth like 12, your infinity stones from Earth 616 do not work They're on nope. Earth 12. They do not, they work within your universe. So that, they're also kind of alluding to that, which is super interesting. I'm going to open also it back in the TV, up. Yeah. But also in the TVA, they don't work at all. Right. Remember, well, yes. yes that's yes. the one thing about the beautiful thing about the TVA is it has this magic powers. Not, what we allow to happen happens. And the only thing we allow to happen are things involving time. However, the time stone will not work because the time stone is still considered magic. Exactly. And so none, so, none okay. of those works. So I have it open right now, and because someone was like, no, there's a big yellow one. No, that's definitely not yellow. That is orange, like the other orange ones around it. That is definitely not, like, I'm trying to tell you, there is no, there is no Mind Stone in that box. Every other color is represented but yellow, for sure. 
And I know I'm a baby bit colorblind, but I know the difference between orange and yellow, and I can you, see the difference well, between that we're spectrum. Gonna, we're gonna double check. You looking at it yourself? I'm looking again. I mean, I'm pull it up while you look while you're looking for it. I, I, the, the other some of the other things I wanted to talk about. Um, uh, one, uh, we we meet Mobius, played by Owen Wilson, who did a phenomenal job. I've always thought that he's a very talented actor. Sometimes it's a little blah. I think that his kind of laid back mentality is perfect for Mobius here and really does well. And we start to see their relationship. You see it, right? There's no yellow. There is no yellow. Yeah, there's no Mind Stone. I immediately noticed because I was like, let me let me look at these colors real quick. But there's I see one space stone. I see like four power stones. I see like four time stones, stones, a bunch bunch of of reality reality stones and then two soul stones but there is no mind stone there to, to be fair um, though casey does say that other people in the office have use them as paperweights yeah, use, them, use, use them, them as paperweights paper so it's very possible so, that there's another one there but to that point what creatively what's to stop you from having one mind stone in there just to see that we really have it all you know what i'm saying the paperweights i mean but that explains just, it right there the paperweight line explains it real quick yeah. i mean potentially I yes it's just, honest, a, it's just a very interesting it's just a very in, no. The tesseract is not the mind stone. That Loki scepter is the mind stone. Right. Loki scepter has the mind. The tesseract, the tesseract is, is the space, space stone. stone. Yep. That's right. why that's used to open a portal. That oh, that it lets everybody in. That's why at one point when Thanos holds the tesseract, he crushes it, and then he can control stuff. And then the mind stone, remember, is in the scepter. That's how Loki keeps taking over people's minds and, and stuff like that. Well, also, so. and the reason the tesseract is in a cube is so you can hold it. It's so you can you know without holding directly holding an infinity stone. Mm-hmm. You know, you like you can hold the casing because that's all the tesseract. The tesseract is a casing, and so okay. Mm-hmm. I just wonder. I just I'm looking like that's a lot of man out here. Yo, it, let me tell you something. Honestly, hey, you... it's probably just because the yellow and orange would have been hard to tell apart. That is true, and especially with the high definite with the cameras there, and especially with the tent. Because if you look at the filter they're using for the for the uh, TVA, mm-hmm. the filter mm-hmm. another thing. But also, can you imagine, bro? Like if you went with Kristen. Could you imagine trying to approach a girl like, hey, baby, you know what I'm saying? I'm show you how much I care about you. Somebody had all these jewels in a drawer, and I felt like this one is red. It reminds me of you. Why? Because you changed my reality, girl. Like, you start throwing gang. No? Okay. You know what? It's all good. We're going to hold. I want to come back to, to Mobius and Loki's interaction in just a second. Um, I first want to thank everybody again that's watching so far and is joining us in for the podcast listeners. Be sure to leave a five-star review. Send in super chats in uh, Streamlabs. That's how you support the show with your questions and stuff you want to get in there. But just to all, you know, kind of help us out and everything like that. And we will answer some of those near the end here. Uh, and then, of course, Schmodown. You know what's going down. This Friday, massive pay-per-view. You have the Star Wars Tournament Final, as well as my boy Changer Don Napani taking on Robert Parker in a number one contender match for the IG uh, division. That's all going on Friday. Get your tickets at the Schmodownlive.com or for $10 Patreon, you have it right back to the show. Um, all right, so Mobius and Loki. Mobius, it, played by Owen Wilson. We are first introduced to him because he goes back to uh, Axe M province in France in 15, uh, 1549. There, there, he's investigating with a uh, uh, a small battalion of the Minutemen, other Minutemen from the TVA who have been murdered. Um, 
they notice there a child that saw it all and the child says the devil did it points to a red devil in some glass and like i said i guarantee you the mephisto nonsense is gonna be all over twitter soon if it's oh no there. i'm trying to you, you hear me say it it was already there because they posted so what happened was it was already there because of the spoilers and the reviews that came out and people took pictures and they gave like disney plus allowed people to put the picture up mm-hmm. so the showrunner was like let me let you know right now don't it's do not this mephisto it's not Mephisto. <laughs> I mean, that you, I, I love it too. I, the was like, we're not going to do that. We're not. Bro, do this. I honestly think they did that on purpose to troll us once again. I think what I, I would not be surprised if they went and CG, like if they didn't already have that image that they used after everything that happened with Water said, go, go ahead and go ahead and edit that real quick. Make that a red devil. But, but here's what people forget: <laughs> the child and why the child says because you find out again that they're chasing Loki, right? But you got to like, why would the child say the devil was Loki? Well, what's Loki's when Loki wears his crown? What does his crown have? It does indeed look like a devil. It has horns. It definitely, that is, that is very, very true. I'm curious what the gum has to do, the kablooey. Oh, you'll find out in episode two. Oh, Lord. Okay. Well, cool. We'll find out about that soon. Um, but that's where we initially meet him. They set, you know, they, they, we get terms like the reset charge. We had used one out of uh, Mongolia when they picked up Loki, but they reset charge the area and whatnot. Um, so once Mobius comes back, he's told, or he's about to leave. He's told that they've apprehended a Loki and he realizes this is our opportunity. And we find out why near the end of the episode in that the person that they're changing, this fugitive variant is Loki himself. Another version of Loki is out here murdering the TVA. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's one of those situations where it's very, it's really interesting to think that the reason he's trying to get at the core of who Loki is, is to try and figure out how to catch him. And I also love the fact that like, you know, he's like, I specialize in catching dangerous criminals or dangerous variants. And Loki's like, yeah, so, you know, of course you're concerned about me. And he's like, nah, you're a pussycat. We ain't worried about you. In comparison, (laughs) which is again, Loki gets his pride shot down so much in just this first episode because Loki is like, I am Loki of Jotunheim, of Asgard, and all this. I'm burdened with, I'm burdened with glorious purpose, et cetera, et cetera. And every time he says something or do something, everybody just like, all right, so what was we saying? And it just brush him off. And Loki's like, hey, hey, wait, so y'all just don't see me here? That's basically how Loki yeah. treats it. Like, yep. I'm, I'm right here, and you're just dissing me. Which it makes me wonder, because again, the whole thing, and there's going to be variants for any number of reasons, you were supposed to go left, you turned right, boop, variant, you're taken out of stuff, which must mean there's hella Minutemen, and they stay hella busy, bro, because how many decisions do we just personally make that are, that like, in a day? You ever seen that movie, The Adjustment Bureau? Yes. Love so that that, it, it reminds me. It, so hearing the Minutemen and everything about it when they give like when they give the description in the video earlier, it reminds me of the Adjustment Bureau was like, you're supposed to go to work on time. And I was like, man, like, so if I run late for work, like I wasn't supposed to like, you know how they say, I don't know if you've ever been told this, but like if you, they say sometimes if you're late or you're missing something, you don't know there may have been a reason you were late because you might have missed from getting hit by a bus, et cetera, et cetera, or things like that. So it's like. Well, what are these different things? It's just so weird. I like the concept of time is a thing. I get it too. And to be honest with you, they even say that that's that the the same rumor uh, that like what in the matrix deja vu is the matrix correcting itself. I've also heard something similar that deja vu is like other versions of us 
confusing with us. So I've, I could also I, see the idea of you erase a variant. They the reason why Jerry you recognize Cole something. Piano is, player donated twenty dollars. Thank you very meow. much. Meow. Oh Lord <laughs> Jesus. Meow. I can't take it. Meow. <laughs> uh, thank you so so much for that donation. Appreciate you a bunch. But no, it was it was it was cool to see. Owen in a role where he can still be like subtly funny, but he's, he's, he's brought this seriousness to the element. And I think that him and Loki's uh, chemistry, him and Hiddleston's chemistry is phenomenal. And I think we see this right away and it's something that we're going to enjoy throughout. I mean, what did you think about the two of them? That they bounced off each other, played off each other very well. Like Owen Wilson has never really been this, Hey, I'm Owen Wilson type character, no matter what he plays, you know what I'm saying? He's he's always been that he hits you subtly. He knows how to play his comedic roles and his timing. And so it Curtis worked. Slope has donated $20. Thank the you. TVA video had some Mr. DNA vibes from Jurassic Park. Also, yes, it did. Your whole purpose in life is to be defeated and make other people look good. This is Hiddleston's Dude. best acting performance in the MCU and it's only episodes one. I agree. Which is the craziest part when you, because I, I wanted to bring it up, but I'll go back to what you said with Owen Wilson first. He is, the way he knows how to be the charming charismatic is the same thing we say about Hiddleston, right? Mm -hmm. But to go to the super chat that just came in, yo, the fact that your entire purpose in life is to make somebody else better, that's got to mess with you mentally. A thousand percent. Well, the, the, the fact that he even brings up because Loki gets pissed off about it. He goes, uh, he was like, for someone born to rule, you should lose a lot. And Loki goes, last person that said that didn't live. You know what I'm saying? Like it was so because but but that whole. OK, so let's let's break down this initial sitting down at the table. Loki keeps trying to get up. He hits up with the time twister and he's like, yeah, it just rewinds you a little bit like it resets you, bro. And at one point during the argument, he throws the chair and resets it and he falls to the ground. He goes, doesn't reset the furniture. Don't know what just, you're just, <laughs> just you. Just reset you. Not. I mean, but again, that's that that's that that calm comedic time because the way he does, he was like. It just resets you, not the furniture. Exactly. And it's like, it just hits on a comedic level. And a thousand percent. So the, here's some of the moments that we get. He keeps asking him, what would you do if you went back, if you went back right now? What would you do? He's like, I'd finish, I'd finish my, my, you know, my, my aim. And it was like, well, what's that? To rule Midgard, Earth, AKA Earth. Okay, and that is. And he goes, <laughs> go. okay. well, Asgard, the nine realms. So space, you want to be Loki, king of space. space. Okay, <laughs> got it. I mean, I, I space, that's, that's a lot. Like, you that's sure? But and then he, what? They say, but then and, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. After that, you follow it up with um, you follow it up with uh, uh, Loki. Essentially, hold on, my brain. Oh, calling everybody in the TVA clowns, and they're playing their part perfectly. Like this is a circus, and you clowns are playing your part perfectly. And Owen, in moments, just goes, "Oh, you're a big metaphor guy. Makes you seem smart." He goes, "I am smart." He's like, "Yeah, okay." Like okay. <laughs> it's just this. But little... that's the thing, though. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry to cut you off. My apologies. That's the thing about. Again, Owen Wilson's character is breaking Loki down to the point where he has to insult you. Once he realized he got called out on it, he was like, okay, so the king of space that you just want to be, a he literally was, you just want to rule nothing else? What what happens when you rule? And the way he just goes, oh, you see, this is nothing but the circus and the clowns are playing there. Okay, okay, you like, okay. He hit him with the Mr. Mackey. Okay, you like, metaphors, okay, okay. And those yeah, things like that, okay, okay. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Loki never had like this long. You know how when you go into a job interview, so where do you see yourself in five years? And they'd be like, okay, so blah blah blah. I think you said where do you see yourself in ten? And Loki just was like, I'm a king. Okay, you're a king. Yeah. What else? I'm a king. Yeah. That's it. You're just <laughs> king. That's now, it. now I want to I want to get to the streamlabs and the super chats. I know we have some. I have more stuff that I want to talk about. I want to make sure we get to it. But I gotta say. I don't know about you, Jay, but probably my favorite part of the episode by far, and there were a lot of really good moments, was the DB Cooper. That, the, him being, I, first of all, I didn't even know, I had heard DB Cooper in life before. I didn't know what it was. So I had to Google it afterwards. But once I knew what was going on, I was like, that's amazing. And to think that it was a bet with Thor that him and I know were in on. Hey, wait, hey, hey, my man say, my man got his parachute on. Hey, Heimdall, brother, I hope you're ready. Because he know he's finna jump. He's like, hey, brother, look, I hope you're ready with this rainbow bread. Because can you imagine, okay, it's a bet at a joke. Could you imagine Heimdall being like, no, I'm not gonna get him just yet. Like Loki be almost hit the ground out the end. Heimdall! Like it, just, <laughs> it was a bet with Thor. Dude, it was a bet with Thor. The fact that like you want to talk about the god of mischief, he gets so much tail if he wants it, bro. He was flirting. So even when he was done about to leave with the money, still flirting with the flight attendant, she's like, oh, you gonna see me later? Okay, oh my God. Like, first of all, she, <laughs> thought, she thought she was gonna join the Mile High Club at first when he gave her the note. He gave her the note. He's like, no, you gonna wanna read you that. You might wanna read bomb. that. Like, bro. A, I have oh. a bomb right here. Like, you might wanna read this note. Like, whoa. All right. Um, yo, uh, are, are you modding? Uh, Dwayne, go ahead and thank you. Yeah, take care of that for me. Um, yeah, so anyways, um, I'm just gonna screenshot that so we have that for later. Uh, anyways, uh, we, sorry, that really threw me off. I really enjoyed the fact that we had, um, it's gonna, it feels very, it's about to be buddy cop. This feels to me like, um, we're getting our rush hour, our Shanghai nights, this kind of like mm -hmm. crazy idiot. You're Chris Tucker, and then you're Owen as like a Jackie Chan being like, uh, you know, okay, which is that funny because because in, in Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights, Owen was the fast talking idiot and Jackie was the calm one. Right, and I know. It's actually a full swap here because you can, or a Tango and Cash is a good example, a uh, uh, Starsky and Hutch. You're, you have a situation where they're gonna, they're literally gonna be a tag team trying to take down this Which, Loki. Not to spoil anything, you're gonna see more of that, especially in episode two. You're okay. gonna see how those roles play out, and when you see them play out, you're gonna be like, "This is exactly what that feel is. This is exactly that buddy cop feel, and how you have Loki being the wise cracking. How you have it's almost like lethal weapon minus the racism in Mel Gibson. It's like." You know how Danny Glover is, I'm too old for this. But you got Owen Wilson is like, I'm, you know, I know how to do this already. I, I know my job. And Loki like, no, I know your job better than you because he starts getting into it more. Yeah, exactly, man. Exactly. So uh, with that, Dwayne, let's read some of the super chats and streamlines that came in and then we'll kind of cover some more little parts of uh, if we doesn't take up all the time and then we'll get out of here. Uh, Tim Sim. So are they finally acknowledging that the multiverse is real in Loki, or is this another trolling aspect by Feige, as in WandaVision, and we won't fully know how until Spider-Man Far From Home or Doctor Strange Multiverse or Madness 
or years from now? <clears throat> Punctuation, so, people, please. So I can actually answer this. We talked about this, I want to say, on SEN, not last week's IG show, but SEN, about how the – actually – no, we did talk about the IG show last week. Dwayne, you remember the, the – because we talked about Thorby and Jack, but then we talked about the Loki uh, showrunner saying this. So he's sure the writer saying this. He was like, look, I had to undo some stuff that uh, in Loki that's ultimately going to end up in Doctor Strange and whatnot. So, yes, they these are connected. These terms are being used specifically because it is ultimately going to all come together. And this is almost just like WandaVision gave us a little bit. This is a baby bit of a softball setup or a small little prequel to what's coming. Uh, they are connected, but the writer of Multiverse of Madness is also the showrunner of this. And he has openly said, yeah, I had to like tie up some loose ends so everything fits. So yes, they are connected. This is Multiverse, Nexus, you know, again. Mad, to use the word madness, madness in all of it as well. Those little, again, this isn't, I think when people take trolling i think again the the quicksilver thing is one thing right let's that, let's just let that go that's to yeah we're gonna troll y'all the rest of this is like now we're playing this out how it should but also again the order people have to remember the order of the mcu has been swapped around thanks to COVID. so we the, we might be at the right time for loki but we were supposed to be getting Doctor Strange immediately afterwards, you know, because this will be like Loki, WandaVision, and Strange, things like that. So people got to remember those little things because, again, we get all these shows the way they're dropping and we get in these movies. Spider-Man No Way Home was not supposed to be first. You know what I'm saying? It was supposed to come after Doctor Strange. So you got to remember all these things are playing differently thanks to COVID. No, a thousand percent. And and I, I noticed someone in the chat, you'd love how Loki instantly were like, the Avengers must have time traveled. I mean, it makes sense in the fact that Loki was able to quickly pick up on the fact because he saw who the guard was that got knocked out by Hulk. He <laughs> saw it was a Tony. He's like, no, there's two Tony Stocks. You could literally smell the cologne from here. Like, just... my man said, look, I've had had my field being told by what to do by armored idiots. I'm 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 done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm I don't done. need any more of that. <laughs> All right, Dwayne, what else? Daryl Stokes. Love the show, but if Endgame was meant to happen, doesn't that create a time paradox? Because then you can say the Avengers messing with the timeline led up to Loki. Here's how I think this is going. I already see that where people's logic goes there. I think that the actual like I think even the existence of variants are actually part of the sacred timeline as far as the purpose of keeping everything together. I think with this rogue Loki going out here, the reason why this is also partially okay and that this Loki showing up is okay because they need him to catch this one that's over here murdering all these different people in the TVA and in the, in the like whatever sort of multiverses that are happening. So I do think that there's going to be um, some sort of like connection here. It's funny, people are saying, do we think the Lady Loki's coming through? I I could see it potentially. We'll see what happens though. I will say though about the Avengers Paradox thing, remember Loki is the very, like you just said, at the end of Loki, he'll be put back where he's supposed to be. Right. He has to be right. put, the TVA is not gonna let this Loki, even though we seem like this Loki will run around, he gets put back, but there's still going to be something about time that's messed up because why? We know we have Kang the Conqueror coming, and Kang's whole thing is time. It's a lot going on. 
It's a lot going on. Time is always tricky. Uh, what else we got? Also, also, had that incident with the Hulk not happened, the Tesseract would have been brought back to the exact moment that it was taken, and there yeah. would have been no branch. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Also so, true. Also very uh, true. Max Cohen. I think the TVA will end up being bad. In the judge room, the closer you get, the more deformed the big wooden faces get. Hmm. I mean, anybody can say that with, with that with that theory, you can say that anybody that controls your destiny is bad. Because basically, they literally say the timekeepers are dictating the flow of time. Here's what I would think. I don't, because we're getting ready closer and closer to Kang, I could also see a situation where it's not that the timekeepers are bad, but that Kang maybe has murdered them or has them locked away or something. And maybe he's trying to manipulate stuff in his, but we haven't been introduced to Kang yet. So that'd be a really far-fetched story if we don't have, if we don't have something to anchor us to him. And I don't think they want to blow their load on Kang until they get to Quantumanium. Well, you're just going to introduce him. Sure, but you're not going to let him be a major part of this. Oh, no, 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 because he, but again, which again, it still upsets me going into Quantum Mania because I'm like, yo, that's a big dude, like a big baddie, like. But uh, but there's no guarantee that he is only going to, like, you can introduce him in the next Ant-Man, but then he becomes the big bad for the rest of Phase 4. We don't know. We genuinely don't know. I have a guess. I have a theory. I think that it's going to be, we're going to get Kang and he's going to be the initial big bad. And as Doom loves to steal otherworldly powers, I think we're going to get introduced to Doom with Fantastic Four. And then I think Doom is going to realize who Kang is and be like, snatch this all mine now. And now you have time traveling, world conquering as Doom. And that's the power he takes for himself to really Victor give it to the Von Doom. Yeah. So that, that would be my guess uh, as to where they're going. But I mean, I, any other, anything else? Yeah, Dwayne. Uh, yeah. I was going to say. I don't think we're going to see Kang in this. I'll, I think we'll see Immortus. Mm. Essentially, it's the same character, but Immortus mm. works with the TVA. Kang yeah. Not. Yeah. That's Amortis actually a really as a good timekeeper. Yeah. As one of the timekeepers, actually, if you want to play that route. Yeah, that's actually a really good, that's a really good, uh, that's a really good thing. But yeah, I, I definitely think, I think what's going to happen is, I agree with you, Jay. I was concerned about Kang being an Ant-Man villain and not like an Avengers villain because he normally comes back to F up the Avengers. Yeah, like, yo, y'all fucking up everything. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think uh, we could get there with yeah. the Council of Kangs. That too. That's also a very, because you have the Council of Kangs and the Council of Reeds. You could have either one, like, I, ooh, Lord. All right. Just give me the Council uh, of Bricks and the MCU and I'm happy. uh man okay uh what else man all right and then last one so far mike buxo blurs three times this week yes son my singing voice oh in my singing voice look at this map have a good week everyone (laughs) <laughs> look at this map. Is that supposed to be look at this graph? For what map, though? Of the multiverse. Oh, look at this map! All right, so Jay, uh, why don't we say last little moments that really stuck out to you uh, that you loved, and then if you had to rate it out of five, what would you give it? Again, the... Wunmi Mosaku is amazing. It's 100 B15. 
Like when Loki takes the neck thing off and puts it on her and keeps resetting her, she's like, stop, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I was so <laughs> concerned like her atoms were gonna explode or something. I didn't know, I don't know, like I was so worried it's gonna have some sort of damage. He's like, but... stop it, stop, stop it. Uh between <laughs> that, because again, you get to see more how she's that person, and no matter what Loki does, she doesn't trust him. So I think if I had to rate it, I for me, this came out the gate swinging. It hit hard like it was supposed to because, again, you have a different type of character in Loki and what this story is telling. I got to give it a five, personally. Wow, amazing. Um, yeah, I, I, with the lack of context for everything else, if I'm just looking at it at, it, at face value, I would give it like a strong five, but I'm going to give it a 4.5 just because I want to see like, you had to set up a lot. So I want to see where it grows. I want to see where it goes from here. I know you've seen the second episode, so you have that the beautiful, you have a glorious context you know, uh, in order to kind of help you out in that regard. But I'd solid 4.5 for everything that we kind of got from here. Wasn't too confusing because a lot of times that's the thing when you're dealing with time, you can instantly be like, oh, but they did a very good job. You can what? Kind of, yeah. They did a very good job of keeping us, keeping it together. K-I-T, keep it together, keep it together, keep it together. Uh, so I very much appreciate this. Dwayne, uh, what about you, man? Uh, I, I'd probably give this like, you know, I'll just round up. I'll give it a five. Uh, okay. it, it's, I'd probably give it like a 4.8, but like at this point where I go to 0.8, just give it a five. Like, <laughs> you're, you're just, you're just nitpicking. Look at, at this graph. <laughs> but I, I, I'm really excited to see where this goes. I have a pretty strong feeling of where it's going to go. Uh, I, I, I think that a lot of the things that were said to Loki in this episode are things Loki was already saying to himself. Yes. Um, they were just being said out loud for the audience. And yes. I, I think that now that we've gotten the revelation that the variant that's being hunted is Loki, it's still true to Loki's character, like core character. It's mm -hmm. a Loki that is trying to free the world from other people's machinations which is like what his whole speech was about um but anyway i don't i don't want to get into a whole bunch of theorizing but i got a pretty good idea of where it's going and i'm really excited to see what don't theorize you set yourself up for failure well no it oh, depends if, if, you I don't don't, if you don't i don't get disappointed uh, okay, that's what I was saying. saying. Okay, that's yeah. the thing. Like, just, like, as long as you're good, yeah. As long as you don't attach, that's the problem. People are attaching their heart and souls to something that they have no promise is even coming, like zero promise. And that's the thing. It's fun to theorize, and I think that it's good. It like means you're engaged in the story. But don't put, don't bet your life on that. You didn't write it. If you wrote it, maybe that's the way it went. That's not a comment to Dwayne. That's to the people that are like. You didn't have Mephisto show up in the one with enough where to get like chill <laughs> like be easy <laughs> so um all right y'all so with that um i want to thank jay uh jay what do you have going on man Later on today, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. on the East Coast, you can catch me hosting Meltdown on the network app, NTWRK. We got a bunch of great collectible items you can purchase. They have some fun items. I have a little fun for about a half, about an hour hosting that. So come check that out. Blurreds is again next to this 
Thursday. I don't know tomorrow. what day of the week. Tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, whatever day of the week this is. Uh, tomorrow, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. on the East Coast. Uh, if you are in the Southern California, Los Angeles area, you can catch me in a pro wrestling ring for Amped Up Wrestling this Saturday, 3 p.m. in Inglewood, California. Please check out my Twitter and Instagram, Mr. J. Washington, for the flyer and all the info because I didn't pull it up right now. So that's how you're going to get it. No worries. Dwayne, tell them where they can find you, brother. Uh, you can find me anywhere and everywhere on the internet at Burke Made later today. I think believe at seven p.m. Uh, PT on Ben Goddard's Twitch channel. Myself, Brandon Hanna, and someone else I'm not sure who is taking over Ben's Twitch stream. We're going to be doing an episode of the Periodic Table, so come find that. Uh, and FCL on the Schmodown Twitch. Yesterday we were live from Scum and Villainy Cantina. Please go watch the episode. Nice. Dude, hell yeah. Um, I, I'm, I literally, I'm sure there is a show called The Periodic Table. I was just imagining y'all nerds were just going to sit there and be like, Hydrogen, one. Like, you ain't the only one? Like, I was like, like, we're I was like bro, today, bro. boys and girls, we're talking sodium. <laughs> um. And you know me, I'm the swaggy blurred in Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all that good stuff. I'm here every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Now that we are in the middle of Loki, these will be full spoiler reviews of Loki every week. So come and watch the episode and come back, watch it on the replay, listen to us on the podcast. Make sure to leave the five-star reviews over there. Like this video, share it with folks. The more viewers that we can get at the very least, you can't donate with the Streamlabs and the Super Chats monetarily. Sharing this, getting people to check this video out, helps the show so so much so share the podcast share this youtube video next week i'm very very excited to have the two-time inner geekdom champion the brown dwarf star herself miss mark Kanopic, has agreed to join us to talk episode two of loki so we will be having her in and i've got a bunch of awesome guests to come through just like jay to come through break it down have a good time talk about theories talk about the character development all that good stuff other champions, other of your favorite one on personalities, critics and stuff that you've met in the past. They will all be joining me for Loki as we ride through the season. So Dwayne, hit that music. Uh, once again, thank you to everyone that decided to come kick it with us. Do not miss the pay-per-view this Friday. Uh, once again, the Star Wars uh, tournament final uh, is going down. Chandru versus Robert Parker and the number one contender match for IG is going down. $10 patrons get it or get it for $8.99 at theshowdownlive.com. Uh, for the individual ticket. But other than that, stay froggy, y'all. Have a good rest of your Wednesday. Have a good hump day. Go watch SCN. I'll see you later. Peace.